Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Every day is like a blank page. Some people encounter the page with fear and dread. Others encounter it with potential and excitement. Hello, my name is Aubrey Baptista. At Kindred Art Therapy, you will learn to be inspired daily rather than approaching each day with fear. For more information, visit arttherapync.com to book a free 15-minute consultation. My name is Alyn Davis. I'm a counselor and coach with a compassionate heart and a wealth of experience. My mission is to help people journey towards recovery, self-discovery, and holistic well-being. As a licensed therapist in North Carolina, I've had the privilege of witnessing countless individuals break free from the grips of eating disorders, trauma, anxiety, depression, and find renewed purpose in their lives. For more information, visit alyndavis.com or click the buy button on this ad. I look forward to seeing you break free free. Welcome to Kindred, where we believe that when we recognize our interconnectedness with one another, we are able to achieve higher levels of wellness for ourselves and our communities. In this show, we explore the meaning of mental wellness and share vulnerability in order to create a more inclusive and supportive environment. Today, we have an exclusive interview with me, the hostess with the mostest, Aubrey Baptista, My production manager, Aaron Matan, will be asking for backstage details since he has been in most of the recordings. Thanks for joining me here today, Aaron. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's fun being on the other side of this. (laughs) Yeah, this is um, a little a little bit different than what we normally do. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting experiencing watching my own waves (laughs) recording. (laughs) Yeah, are you talking about those rings that keep on uh, pulsing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. I'm I'm controlling the little the little green uh, uh, marks, and it's it's very distracting to <laughs> to try to do both. But it's fun. It's it's exciting, and I'm 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 really looking forward to getting a chance to you know share some of the some of the insight and experiences I've had with you since. Um, joining on board here at biz radio i'm glad we have a chance to do this because as we're going through the recordings i just keep thinking like i want to make sure that everyone knows what the whole overarching theme of this whole thing is i know that we do our station opener in the beginning um but i really wanted to get a chance to dive in and talk more about you know the impetus for the show and and um the importance it has to me yeah, yeah, definitely let your audience know who you are and and why you do what you do. Um, so uh, I am ready whenever you are. Yeah, well, um, you know, so I'm Aubrey Baptista. Um, I actually moved here to Western North Carolina about six years ago from Massachusetts. So I'm originally from the Northeast. Um, I guess that probably informs why I talk fast. Um, <laughs> and... Let's see what else. So I have two kids. Um, I'm married. Um, I have a business. Um, I just started this business within the last year. Actually, my daughter was born. And the day before my daughter was born, uh, the business had the articles of incorporation start. Um, I'm an art therapist, licensed clinical mental health counselor. And so the natural way to was to go into private practice. So I own a private practice, um, just opened up a new studio for the private practice. And it's within walking distance of my house, which is literally like a dream come true for me right now. (laughs) Um, You know, sometimes I have sessions at my computer where I'm at right now at home. And then sometimes I have sessions at the studio down the road. 
And to me, it's just a beautiful environment. I have artists all around me um, and I get to invite clients in there. So I see um, kids, I see adults, um, anxiety, ADHD, um, some mild autism here and there uh, that I'm seeing and mostly helping support their growth and managing coping skills, um, anxiety, depression. Um, and one thing that I run into a lot of times is people being completely isolated and feeling like they're all alone, that, that they're struggling with these things and that um, nobody else around them is, is struggling with them. And they, they feel stigmatized and lonely. And I want to be able to show them that a lot of people struggle with these things. Um, and even business owners struggle with these things. And so that's why I wanted to start this show and, and be able to offer an opportunity for business owners to come in and share about what's been going on for them and, and get to promote their businesses while also getting to share about some of the struggles that they've had with their mental wellness. Yeah. And um, that kind of, so why did you end up naming the company Kindred? Well, so uh, all right. So it kind of starts with just the fact that like, I started um, down this path of like religious exploration about 10 years ago. Um, and I discovered this one um, faith, it's called the Baha'i faith. And they talk about how like all humans on this planet, we're all just part of one human family mm-hmm. that we're all, um, that we're all related to each other, that we all struggle with things that we all have problems. Um, but that we make up diversity, that we are all beautiful and connected because we're all different. It's like, um, the Christians talk about it like this, like we're, um, you know, that if you, you're one hand and then like somebody else is a foot that we're all part of the body, mm-hmm. right. That, um, one human, right. Can, has these certain strengths and weaknesses and another human has these certain strengths and weaknesses, but that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It just means that we have different roles and different functions. Um, and I think it's a really beautiful way of being able to just kind of put everybody on equal playing fields with one another, because I think, you know, in our world right now, everything is so stratified where, you know, I think that at a certain point, people really do believe that they are better than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they mean to a lot of times. I don't think they're meaning to be unkind, but that it's just the way that our society is structured. And I think that it's a great reminder at the forefront at all times. Like we are all one human family. We all, should support one another and connect with one another. And um, it's just sad to me how like I walk around my neighborhood and there's not as many people walking around. Now my neighborhood's one of the better neighborhoods, right? So I do have more people walking around in my neighborhood than others, but others and even mine are not as populated as what I would like them to be. I want to feel like, you know, I can walk up to my neighbor and get sugar. That doesn't really happen as much anymore. You know, so I'd like to be able to just contribute to that culture of us feeling more interconnected. Yeah, I um, I can definitely I've I've noticed, especially over the last you know decade or so, as technology has developed and has as you know person to person interaction, um, uh, you know that that kind of face to face element is less 
uh, needed, there's also kind of a byproduct of less connection to nature and less connection to nature is less connection with each other that, you know, it's, we live in one big ecosystem, whether it's, you know, the bees in the air, the, the trees in the ground or us walking around, it's all codependent on each other. And, um, so it's really interesting seeing you, uh, pull all this together, uh, and bring, bring elements of that, that thought process and, and, uh, and understanding that and believing in that into, into business. Um, so, uh, you know, I want to make hats a off to comment. you for, for being able to do that. Yeah. A quick comment on that, Aaron. So my husband is a middle school social studies teacher and he, he had students last year that, um, live in Asheville now in Asheville, for those who don't know, who are listening from other parts of the country, Asheville is, um, it is a city, but it's centered in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And anywhere that you can go within like a 10 mile radius is going to be hiking, right? You're going to be in the woods, you're going to be in the mountains. But these kids, like middle school age kids, there's kids who have never been to a waterfall, who have mm-hmm. never been hiking, that just kind of blows my mind that you live in this area, you know, just like the Mecca of waterfalls. Right. Mm -hmm. And you've never seen one before. Um, So just to highlight what you were saying, yeah, it's really sad. Like it's like, we're too busy or um, we're tired or burned out or whatever it is, but people not prioritizing being out in nature. Well, speaking, uh, speaking of nature, I'm, I'm sitting here staring at at your logo <laughs> as we're talking. Uh, why do you, why do you have an owl on your logo? I know it seems so strange, right? Like kindred. Hmm, what's the connection with the owl, right? Well, <laughs> for me, it's piece. really yeah. It's really it's really personal, right? And um, so I've always really liked owls. Like I remember being really young and um, watching like Discovery Channel with a good friend who. Um, you know, introduced me to like different nature channels and things like that. But when my husband and I met, he had gone to like the mall with his friend and he was walking around. Now we weren't dating. We were just friends. Um, But he saw this little sparkly pink ornament owl and he thought of me. And then he ended up bringing it to me and sharing it with me. And I told him, I was like, well, I don't have anything for you in return. And he said, that's okay. I just was thinking of you and I wanted to give it to you. Um, So from there, he started calling me his pink owl. um, And, you know, we kind of just took that on and and rolled with it. Um, But in thinking about it and thinking about the symbology, like going to grad school for art therapy, we talked a lot about symbology around owls and or not owls, but just animals in general. Um, and I chose this animal because one, because it's come up for me so many times, I ended up getting um, a tattoo of it on my shoulder. And I thinking a lot more about it, I was like, there's these qualities that I share that I feel like are really important, like, um, like the importance of family, the importance of um, just like standing up for what you believe in and being really ferocious, um, but also just being like, caring and nurturing to the people that you care for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so beyond that, you know, just aesthetically, I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. So those, those are some of the reasons. Well, it's a, it's a great reminder too about, you know, kind of selflessness and, and expressing um, that desire to, 
to let another person know that, you know, you're thinking of them, that you care, that, um, you know, sharing that love without an expectation of something in return and, you know, bringing it over to business. That's, that's an awesome thing to be constantly reminded of um, because businesses exchanges of things, you know, information, money, uh, partnership, whatever, whatever it may be, um, that there, there are opportunities where, you know, that, that kind of selflessness and eye on the prize of what really matters, um, you know, kind of reinforces that point you were making earlier is that it's all interconnected, you know, life, work, and, we're all beings on this earth and, and doing our thing. And, uh, just because we get paid for one of them or, you know, we pay people to do things doesn't mean we need to disconnect from, from that, that reminder. No. And I think it's really important, you know, that as we do take on, you know, people that we're paying for things like our employees and our contractors that, you know, they're humans too, and that they're working for a living and that, you know, we're always considering like justice in our mind of like, what's the right thing to do. And, um, you know, so I, I've had a few of those situations come up this year that I, I haven't had to deal with in the past as a business mm-hmm. owner. And then, um, yeah, yeah, I was going to tell you a little bit more about <laughs> about the logo, just like some other random little facts, like, um, I thought it was important to have a circle for continue continuity, right. But there's like, that openness there. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that's really just like the circle's not closed yet. Like we're not there yet. We're still working on things. Right. And mm-hmm. um, when the designer had first presented the logo to me, the owl was um, facing like the eyes were facing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to them, that's not going to work because I work with a lot of people on the autism spectrum and they don't like to make eye contact. And that's mm-hmm. going to be like, symbolically just intimidating for them right so Mm -hmm. like having the eyes kind of looking off to the side and um in a direction that is like future facing so to the right whenever we like look in that direction that's more like future facing whereas if we're because as right-handed in our language like going from left to right um left is the past and right is the future right so looking towards the future and um, and then there's like these um, line shape circular kind of patterns in the front of it, and they the designer actually took that pattern and turned it into a pattern that's like a background pattern that creates um, like an infinity symbol, mm-hmm. and that's the symbol that the Autism Society has um, adopted for their treatment of individuals, um, and so. You know, it's important to me to represent neurodiversity because of the the kids and families that I've worked with um, really struggling in this world that we live in, um, just with the completely mismatched kids um, and adults that I work with as well, right? Just feeling so stigmatized um, and struggling with um, just like something that just like communication challenges, um, like a client of mine just not being able to speak up at times, um, feeling really anxious, um, Mm -hmm. sensory overload, things like that. So, um, yeah, I kind of ramble sometimes. (laughs) No, it's, that's very interesting. And it, you know, it's, 
it's a good snapshot on where your heart is at and considering some of those things even boiled down to just the logo is impressive that you know that's not something i would ever think of and most of the time whenever you do have interactions or asking you know what you know why why do you do what you do i'm a teacher because i like kids or i'm you know i uh i i like mowing lawn so i mow lawn you know whatever it may be um you you're definitely you have a good you have a good inventory on what what is meaningful for you and so you know kind of in the same spirit of instead of asking you know what what brought you to this what what uh you know why what happened that that made you decide to to focus on these things more so i'm i'm curious looking to the future you know what's what's motivating you to to keep doing this and to finding these new these new avenues of of treatment and um and growth for not just yourself and your business but also um you know the people who are involved with with what you offer you know that's a really interesting question aaron and um it's one that actually i kind of grapple with a little bit right now because you know having been through as much as i've been through and you know, taking the the journey that I have to get to this place, like opening my private practice has always been like the dream has been the goal. And now I've arrived, right. Mm -hmm. And so I've, you know, over the last year, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that and thinking about like, you know, what's next. Um, And some of it is my own family, right, being able to spend more time, my daughter just turned one. Um, My son is six, he just Uh, He had his first year of elementary school. He was in kindergarten. He's going to be going into first grade in the fall. Um, So just being able to be a lot more intentional with them and my parenting with them and being present, I'm so aware of how limited my time is with them. And I've studied a lot around attachment theory and just the importance of having a good bond with your children And it's so important to me now to be present with them as much as possible Mm -hmm. so that I can provide for them a really good foundation. Because in my mind, like all of this work would be for nothing if I don't pass on a good foundation to my kids. Because I feel like a big part of my journey has been recovering from the trauma of, um, you know, just bad parenting situations that I ended up in, um, in my upbringing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've, you know, gotten to a place of a lot of forgiveness with my parents, but at the same time, like still struggle with things. And so I really want to be able to correct that and focus more on, you know, my family, my kids, um, and just building a good life for them. And then, you know, the, the business is here to support that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm still trying to soak in like every day being like, I'm doing what I love. I'm doing what I want to be doing. Like I'm in such a privileged position. There's so many people that I encounter as, you know, being a therapist, I encounter people every single day that are dissatisfied with their life circumstances. And like, it kind of feels weird to not feel that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're preaching to the choir. My, uh, my daughter is one and a half and, and the, uh, you know, switching over to working from home and staying at home with her. And, you know, my, my wife goes out into the world and, <laughs> and makes, makes the, makes the real money. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pursuing my mission and my passion and, and, you know, the, the result of that has been just an eye opener on, on the things that are important. And I think you nailed it on the head. I I love that you say that, you know, the business, the work is, is a, is a, a pathway to that, that that's the center focus. It's not, oh, I do this is this is my job this is my career this is my um my craft and then oh i also have a family oh i also uh, you know do this as a hobby it's it's more it's more focused on you know anything around the the four walls around your family that your your castle your um you know the things that that are really important are all just a support element i love that that's and I yeah, I want to <laughs> tell you a little anecdote about that. So Ava and my daughter started um, preschool this past week. Today is mm-hmm. her fourth day, right? And um, with with that being, so with her being her fourth day, I realized very acutely. So on the first, they said that she was very clingy. So this was last week, Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. She was very clingy. She, she just wanted to be held. And... Um, they basically they're telling me like, you know, all of the other kids have already been in some sort of um, daycare situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And it highlighted for me how privileged that I am and how privileged that she was, that I was able to do what I did for the last week, which was really hone in on her attachment style Mm -hmm. and really make sure that she was well bonded, not just with me, but with whoever the caregiver was going to be. So my sister-in-law came and stayed with us for about six months and she was the primary caregiver for her for the last six months. So she has a really strong bond with her and with me and with my husband. And so going into that first couple of days of preschool, it was a little bit nerve wracking for her because she had never been alone. I mean, now she's doing great. It's only four days in and she was exploring yesterday and she was having a good time, but just wanted to highlight like how important that was to me, but like how rare that is that people actually get to do that. And I think more people should be able to do that because it's important for our kids. Wow. Well, well, thank you so much for letting me come on here and, and talk to you. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm motivated. I'm, you know, I'm excited to uh, to get to know a little more and to get, you know, a little peek behind the curtain of why you do what you do. Uh, so I definitely want to uh, give you the same opportunity you give all your guests. Uh, how can people get in touch with you and what you're doing? Yeah. So if people want to learn more, um, they can, you know, reach out to me via in any of my um, social media links. They'll be posted here. Um, you can also go on to bizradio.us um, and search for my uh, radio show there, um, as well as my website. So www.arttherapync.com. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Aaron.
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.